0: I do take a while to get settled. God, now I'm all self-conscious about it. (laughs) 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 Okay, it's Valentine's Day. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Here's our stupid podcast. This doesn't rhyme. Okay. Welcome back to the old, the young, and the gay. I'm the old. My name is Jesse. I am the quintessential reason that Valentine's Day exists because I'm all passive aggressive. If I didn't get anything, I'd be pissy, but then I'm pissed off because somebody spent money on candy that I didn't want. Wow. Uh, It's true.
1: uh, So it's me, back at it it again and better than ever. No internet (laughs) issues today. I am Tori, I am The Young. And I share similar like hmm, Valentine's day vibes as Jesse does. (laughs)
2: Uh, I'm this week. I'm not actually a run of the mill gay. I am a cool gay, but that's mostly because of the weather and having my toes haven't thawed out for the last two weeks. Ah, Yeah. ah, I'm also going to say happy Valentine's A because so many of us might not be getting the V or the D. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yep. Wow. I shamelessly stolen from a TikTok, shamelessly stolen, but I was like, that's <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to welcome our special guest this week, uh, local actor, director, and maybe you don't know, fellow Proctor High School grad,
3: Ooh. Jody Chiava. Yay.
2: Yeah, it's very nice
3: to be here. It's very nice to meet you, Tori and Jesse, and uh, Aaron, it's nice to talk to you again. It's good to see you. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I I, th- I think I last saw you at the dog park. That was
2: the yes, last time. I by your
3: voice. I think you had your face covered, so I recognized <laughs> you by your voice.
2: <laughs> For those of you who don't see me at the dog park, it's kind of odd when it's cold out because I have a hat on. I have the hood over the hat. I have the mask over, not because of the pandemic, because it's freaking cold. So literally, all you see is my eyes. And my dog running around. That's it. That's all you get so to see. You're like,
0: you're like the Unabomber,
2: <laughs> pretty much.
0: <Yeah. laughs> that sounds like just one set of aviators short of being the Unabomber. See, and the
1: generational <laughs> difference here, I was thinking like, oh, you're the guy from Mean Girls. Like you don't even go here.
2: <laughs> I mean, I am very similar to Damien. Let's not be, let's not get it twisted. You know,
3: oh, that's I am a little too gay to function,
2: and I'm a larger man. So yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with (laughs) this. This works for me.
0: Uh, And on Wednesdays, you do sometimes wear pink. So that's...
2: That's that's accurate.
0: Fair. That's fair. Um, Jody, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Uh, Yeah. uh, Like Aaron said, I I generally uh, make my living acting, uh, or at least I used to. That's kind of (laughs) gone right out the window in the last year. I pick up a few shifts at a, at a local movie theater called the Cinema where I worked last night. Uh, we Mostly all we're doing is private rentals now. I live with a couple of dogs and a fiancé, and uh, I got a lot of reading and movie watching done over the last year. And now Still I'm sick that. of reading and movie watching, and I just <laughs> want to work. So I started writing. I was like, all right, I can Ooh. write for a few hours a day, and that'll take up my time. So it's nice to have something there, but.
0: Um, I'm awesome. proud to announce that you are our first guest who actually has an IMDb listing.
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, That's I, pretty badass. I think it should get pretty. It should get a little bit bigger by the end of the year. I've been asked to do like three new projects over the pandemic. Whether or not those pan out, but nonetheless.
0: That's pretty. That's pretty cool. That's kind that's of awesome. one thing I aspire to. Like Tori wow. wants to be a, Tori wants to be a Kardashian. I just yeah. want a listing on IMDb as like one, but like not as anything fancy, just as like you know, third production assistant from the left or something like that. Yes, like a extra. Mm-hmm.
3: You can pretty much make your own IMDb page. Oh, I might there do are, that. There are, there are people who you. It's it's obvious that they've they've cultivated their own page. Cause you go look at like the trivia and you're like, nobody even knows who you are. You're like, some four <laughs> like, movies and there's tons of trivia about you. And they've all been like independent flicks out of like Poughkeepsie. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: that Hudson Valley studio is big. It's going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> Just big. Just cause you don't know the indie films that come out of there. It doesn't mean it's not important. Um, that, yes, I was excited when I saw that because I was like, "Oh shit, now we're big time." Um,
2: <laughs> this is when we're entering the big leagues, right? right <laughs> yeah,
1: all eleven of our
2: listeners are going to be like, "Holy shit, I know you're it them, man."
1: 29. Twenty-nine of them. Yeah, you're I, welcome. 29. I've
2: been
3: so lazy though; I didn't even put. A, a picture up on the imdb page i've been meaning to do it but i was like oh I... I mean
2: we can take a screen cap from this with this right. Yeah. What's right. happening right now
3: <laughs> i'm sure it's i'm sure that that's
0: what you want and also um i if you can just pretty much do whatever you want like I'm putting somebody else on there. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Now that I know that, now that I know that it's basically just like Wikipedia for movies, like I'm in.
3: I'm yeah,
2: put gonna... a picture of Lucy Lou and
0: right. <laughs> uh, Oh, the guest with the callback. I'm proud. Right
2: Only we hadn't killed her last week. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> People be like, that's Lucy Lou. Well, that's not possible because she's dead.
2: <laughs> the super popular podcast all the way up in northern Minnesota <laughs> killed her off. There's no way that's actually her.
0: World renowned podcast. World-renowned. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Um, so speaking of Lucy Liu, do you want to just jump right into uh fuck Mary Kill here?
2: I kind of do. Sure. I kind of do.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Um, so for those of you who are new to the show, um, who are probably just, just groupies of Jody, let's be honest. Um, and it's okay if you just want to listen to this episode to, to get your Jody fix, that's fine. It's cool. We understand, whatever we're, we're enabling. Uh, we play fuck Mary kill with our guests and they submit three names that we add to the magical wheel of decision-making. Um, the three names that Jody submitted this week are delightful really uh, with one exception who I could probably Ted talk about, but I won't. Um, Michelle Williams, um, former, former girlfriend of Heath Ledger right back in the day. Life.
2: Life. Were Life. they married?
0: Life. Oh, okay. See, well, it's I think or ish. They had a kid for sure. Yeah. They had that cute little girl. Um, Christina Ricci, Wednesday, Adams, nicely done. Um, and then the one that I could talk about, Laura Dern. Um, I'll let it go, but
2: whatever. Laura Dern of Jurassic Park fame, yes? Yes. Okay. yes.
0: Also of, also of, a spoiler, I crashed the ship in Star Wars, or blew up the <laughs> ship in Star Wars, or whatever. I can't oh, remember what oh, she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the new, the new shit. Yeah. yeah. No, yes. Right. Way to go. Um, uh, remaining on the list from I was back.
2: I to ask, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's impressive, actually. Okay, so Wayne Gretzky, uh, Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Chris Pine,
2: Mm.
0: Taylor Kinney, one of those ones that you guys put in there that I don't know who that is.
2: Tori, Tori put that in there.
0: Oh, that's the, that's the Gaga boyfriend. The, the ex,
1: yeah, Gaga's ex and a firefighter of your dreams.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, He plays a firefighter. He's not an actual Firefighter, let's just throw that out there. This is
0: becoming like a, a bit on the show that every time I'm like, <laughs>
2: who's Taylor <laughs> Kinney?
0: Um, Megan Fox, oh. uh, Roger Jean Page from um, Bridgerton, oh. Rock Hudson, I still love that choice. That's a fine choice. Uh, Stanley Tucci, Daniel Craig, Michelle Dockery of uh, Downton Abbey fame and other things after that. John Hamm, oh mad man. man. Juan Pablo De Pace, we think it is. It's maybe Depache. I kind of like Depache. I might go with that for now. Um, who is somebody that Sarah from last week put in. And um, you can Google him. It's fine. He's cute. And Ben Affleck, 1998 only.
2: Right. That specific it's, year. You
0: need that specific. Like, now he has a
1: fucking phoenix back tattoo.
3: Was was really? that around the time that he was with Jennifer Lopez? A little Mm, bit before that. Yeah, right before it, right. So like, I don't think I think she made him hot. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Once they split up, the hotness went away because J Lo was
2: not attached. I I got a J Lo fixation. So she like sucked all the attractiveness out of him.
3: (laughs) That's possible. pretty pretty possible.
2: Pretty much. Right after that breakup is the like meme-worthy picture of him like outside with a cigarette like oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) like she sucked all the attractiveness out of him
1: you realized he's no longer relevant so early on
2: into his career man that
0: sounds like some kind of like bad like doctor who episode or something where like like she's an alien that sucks the attractiveness out and it goes directly to her ass
1: (laughs) what What? a gift from god i need that
3: Like I would that watch explains. that movie. I would I love to see how they do that. Uh, Jody's like,
0: shit, that's what I'm writing tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and that could be my that could be
0: my IMDB credit. When you make that into like a total blockbuster, all I want is like story inspired by. That would be yeah. that's all I need and right then, there. And
3: then I'll get arrested when I send it to Jennifer Lopez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. Good. Well I'm glad we got that all figured out because I was wondering how that worked with her ass. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that oh can you hear the sound effect?
2: I can totally hear the sound effects now. I'm
0: excited. Oh, I'm excited. The first one. Oh. John Ham. Okay. And it even comes with applause. That's funny. I would applause Big, for John Ham. Yeah. Okay. Big Daddy John Ham, I'm in. Um, did either of you meet him when he was no. at UMT? No, no, that's pre-Tory time.
2: Tori was in, still in high school at that point. So yes.
0: Yes. I I didn't meet him either. I have while the wheel spins, I have a long history of for whatever reason getting a migraine on the day that famous people come to Kirby. It's like I never met Clinton, I never met any of the famous people except for Bernie. Um the second one is Juan Pablo
1: Dipache. Oh, from the new reboot of Fuller House, I believe. That's correct. That's (laughs) That's
2: what it was. That's what it was.
0: Yes. The, yes. That guy. Uh, Feel free to Google if you need to. And then, because I clearly do. And then I have to hit control and enter at the same time. It's difficult for me sometimes. Oh, we forgot to talk about what we were drinking,
2: speaking of things that are difficult for you. You know, it's 1030 in the morning, so I.
0: But I have a, I have a plug Actually, that I will do. Okay, oh. so Laura Dern, great. So I can do my TED talk. <laughs> Outstanding. so we have for those of you who are still playing along at home: uh, Fuller House, Juan Pablo de Hood, Whatever, it was sure. I think let's go with that. Um, John Hamm <gasps> and Laura Dern. Okay, while we're thinking about our order, um, we can do our beverages quickly. How about that? Because I really do have a pug. So I'm going to go coffee snob for just one second. Um, Because it is too early to have anything else and it's freaking cold in my basement. So I Uh have coffee, but not just any coffee, friends. Um, so my husband has a cousin, huh, yay, good story, who lives out east somewhere, and but owns a coffee roastery, and it is called Twin Valley um, Coffee. You can get it online, and the snobby part is that because I was a barista in college, and so all I did was drink coffee um, for free. I my favorite coffee bean is the Ethiopian Yirgacheffe, which is delicious and delightful, and um, the Twin Valley Roasteries uh, Ethiopian Yirgacheffe is pretty much the only coffee I will now allow in my house. Okay. So if you are a coffee snob and you are into such things, I highly recommend uh, checking out Twin Valley. Buy yourself a 10-pounder. You'll be glad you did. There you go. The end. That, that, that got um,
2: real serious there.
0: It did. Well, I'm serious about my Yirgacheffe. Also, what? I get to say Yirgacheffe.
1: Is that a Wisconsin Badger's mug too? Oh, it's not. It's, it's not. I got
0: excited. Uh, no, my mug is actually from the Indiana University of Pennsylvania. That's worse. That's terrible. Oh, the IUP. The IUP, which is where my husband went to college. So mm. uh, Indiana University or Indiana, God, Indiana, Pennsylvania is the hometown of Jimmy Stewart. Of, oh, wow. Right. <laughs> that's the only thing that it basically has going for it.
3: Jimmy Stewart smuggled a Yeti's finger into America.
0: Fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> did
3: you know that? You no, know that's awesome. You that? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird little story. Like, it's never been verified whether or not it was a real Yeti's finger, but that was the claim that he was sent as kind of a – I'm trying to remember who sent him, to. if it was Howard Hughes. I think it might have been Howard Hughes. Oh, I hope so. It was, it was one of those wacky guys who like collected weird shit and they like sent them over because they're like, we'll have Jimmy Stewart smuggle the Yeti's finger into America. Right.
0: Because he's going to question him.
3: Right. Right. <sighs> Nobody's right. going to question Jimmy Stewart. So Jimmy Stewart said he smuggled what he was supposed to, what was supposed to be
2: a Yeti's finger. See my my question is we're we're saying like it's not verified whether it was a yeti's finger or not. Yetis aren't verified. Are they <laughs> right?
0: Well, if like there was a, a <laughs> if you found a finger that'd be like
2: <laughs> one-tenth of the way there. But I feel like if it was an actual yeti's finger that would have been a little I feel like this is I feel like the yeti would be verified. <laughs> if they about?
1: found the finger? if it's a real yeti or not if he actually did indeed smuggle in a, a yeti finger. If it wasn't a yeti, whose finger was it?
2: Right? Did Can he, he commit
1: crimes with that finger afterwards? In terms of putting fingerprints on things, like <gasps> the possibilities here are endless. Do yetis have what fingerprints? What just
3: happened to you? <laughs> oh, here, I found an article. It was. It, said it was smuggled out of India with the help of Hollywood actor Jimmy Stewart. Who hid it in his wife's lingerie case? <laughs> the fingers now in the Royal College of Surgeons Museum in London.
2: Shut so, up. Okay, so he yeah. didn't use it to commit crimes with. Which I'm a little scared that that's where you went, tori Just they FYI. say that they solved, solved the mystery
3: though. That when they did the genetic testing on it, that it it turned out to be human. So it's a, it was. Oh, a human. even
0: better. Oh, even better. Okay, so now he's got some random dude's finger.
1: Right. Jimmy <laughs> got, Stewart.
0: Jimmy Stewart. I, you know what? That makes me even more convinced that It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite Christmas movie. Because <laughs> now I'm just going to be like, not only all of that good stuff did George Bailey do, but fucking Yeti Finger. That's all I'm saying.
2: That makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be my new band name, Yeti Finger. I like it. <laughs>
2: Well, I am not drinking coffee, surprisingly. Uh, I'm drinking water. Now, right. you make me feel very lame after you go through your whole Ethiopian blah 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 story. and here I am just drinking water. but also it's 10 thirty in the morning. right Like I've already had my coffee, and I just didn't feel like opening a beer at 10 thirty in the morning. Don't get me wrong, I'll do it if I need to. <laughs> move today.
0: <laughs> if the peer pressure had been there, you
2: know, right. like if all of you had suddenly pulled out alcohol, you, like no one can see me, like outside of this thing. But I, like, I would have ran to the kitchen. Like you would, have because oh. <laughs> I do have beer, just not at ten thirty in the morning usually. Yeah, it's okay, <laughs> it's all
0: right. Yeah, I, I don't normally go coffee snob, but when I'm at my house, and especially because we're in the house all damn time. Yeah, that's like- accurate. I was like, fine, spend the money, get the good stuff. I mean, hey, I'm not too good to drink some Folgers. I'm not trying to be <laughs> that
1: girl, I'm
0: just saying. Uh, well, I am that girl. And
1: I don't know if you can hear the, the, the <laughs> nice little noise. Um, yeah. I am a full Bloody Mary deep already. <laughs> and i <I'm laughs> that thing, strong, 1030 be damned. Mm, it is Valentine's that's,
2: that's Day. A, that's, a morning, that's a morning drink though. That's if a morning is, drink. If it's it a had really not conversation.
0: Yeah, if it had not been ass cold, I might have popped over and gotten a little uh whatever they call the little teeny bottles of like prosecco and made. Oh them yeah, warm. that
2: would have been brilliant.
1: That I call a full bottle, damn, bottle of prosecco. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, well there's that. <laughs> I mean, whatever.
2: Uh Diddy, are you uh, having a beverage of anything?
3: I, I, I am working on a tasty uh cup of coffee there. It's a Duluth coffee. So oh also a, good I, I believe it's a Guatemalan is what I'm down in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh I also am a, I'm as a, a horrible coffee snob because I also was a barista for years um in in Fitger's in a coffee oh, shop. Oh yeah. There. I forgot oh. about that. I absolutely cannot drink Folgers. Like it, it upsets me to drink a subpar coffee, <laughs> and like just because my stomach can't handle it anymore after yeah. years of drinking only good stuff, I it just my stomach feels it and it curdles and clenches up, and I don't <laughs> know why that is. If it's, uh-huh. if it's my body or if it's all mental. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the real question that brings up for me is let's say you only have one choice and you have but you have one you have to pick one of three Starbucks, Caribou, or Dunkin's? Starbucks. Probably Starbucks.
1: Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks has the better reward system. So when I get my seven dollar frickin' tea, I'm at least seven stars closer or whatever the shit is did we okay. just do
0: we just basically did fuck mary kill coffee yeah we, <laughs> yeah, did. we, did. we did What we did. an intro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing
2: speaking of that has anybody yeah. figured out their order for the fuck mary kill of today
0: yes yes oh absolutely mm-hmm. i mean
2: jesse you clearly have to go last because you're gonna do a ted talk i
0: am it. gonna end up i might end up doing a mini like one of the five minute ones instead of the 15 full like cut oh, off. it will not be five minutes long jody i promise it won't <laughs> <laughs>
2: It really won't. Who wants to go first?
1: I'm I ready do. to rock the shit oh, okay. out. Go. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so the first to die is Laura Dern. Yes. Uh, just because I I've got better options out there, you know. So Juan Pablo, when it was first announced last week, I was thinking Juan Pablo of The Bachelor. Uh, to my dismay, not Juan Pablo of The Bachelor, but he will be my fuck of this week. And John Ham is the Mary because he's the full package. It's
2: it's John Hamm.
0: Apparently, he is the full package. Yes, full package. Yes, he is. Full package, baby.
1: Like oh. that
2: has been shown on many many websites. He the yeah, it's there. Yes. So Plus,
1: I'm also thinking long term, and like he was in Bridesmaids, and think of the. Royalties he's getting from that shit. Mad
2: Men. Mad Men. Yeah. Mad Men
1: too. Well, that's not on TV as often.
0: Like, No, but you still get that but, for like, oh, yeah. you still get royalties for like streaming and stuff, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I'm set. There we go. Yeah. Trophy wife
1: status, what I've always wanted.
2: Sold.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I have your votes recorded.
2: Oh, that's right. You record the votes now. So I do record kind of the votes falling. because
0: other we need to have a right answer. We need to have a democratically determined right answer. So let's
2: not go down that road today.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll do it, Mitch McConnell, and I'll like read the results and then tell you like, like, yes, I completely went along with those, except for here's why that wasn't the right thing to do.
3: Yep. So Sorry. Do, you, do you have your list? I do. I'm okay. going to kill Juan Pablo because I don't really know much about him, uh, and it's easier to kill someone that you don't know. Um, I'm going to fuck John Ham because I've heard good things, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm going to I'm going to marry Laura Dern because <laughs> the implication is that I'm going to get this her naked a
2: lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> If you marry someone, <laughs> I guess you get to see them make it a lot. Well, in <laughs> last week we had a question about that the fuck marry kill. Like, is it a good marriage or is it just a marriage of like, meh? And we, I think we determined like it's a good marriage where it's you still bit, get yeah. to sleep with that person. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You get to have sex with them like all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's even better than fucking them and
0: be friends right. with them. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. and use their paycheck. Like, right,
2: you know, clearly.
3: When you fuck John Hamm, there it's done. I got a really good story.
2: Yeah, you do a really good story, likely. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Okay, go ahead, Aaron. Let's hear it.
2: Uh, I am also going to kill Juan Pablo.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I'm probably gonna fuck Laura Dern. Really,
1: it's so progressive of you. I love it.
2: Well, and here's and here's my thinking behind it, though. Too, like it's a one time thing. Then, you can
1: suck it up for your story of I fucked Jordan.
2: Right, or- right. I like Jody, I also have a good story to tell. <laughs> okay. And apparently it's of his wife at that point. So, <laughs> Then is- I have big daddy show. John Ham for okay. the rest of my life and I am down for that plan. The okay. chef's
0: kiss. Mm. 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 Okay. So, Tori actually nailed it. Tori got it exactly right. Um, You're welcome. Fuller, thank you. Thank you. Fuller House Tori's guy. the only
2: one who got it right. Oh, okay. Fuller,
0: <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, I usually do. Um, yeah, Fuller House guy, like, whatever. Don't care that much. Yeah. Um, good looking like would also be a story but a funnier story in the sense of like dude i fucked the guy from fuller house like that'd be funny. <laughs> almost kind of like a, almost kind of like an Alanis, dave coulier kind of vibe where it's like that's just like a funny story to be able to tell and then i can do like a really angsty album about it um with my band yeti finger with your band yeti finger <laughs> <laughs> um i'm 100 percent gonna marry john ham um it's possible that multiple times in my life, I have actually photoshopped myself into pictures with John Hamm to prove a point. Um, and who's the Pisces now? Uh, but I'm like Uber Aries, though. But um, what is? Here's my cancel culture story is that I actually photoshopped myself into a picture between John Hamm and Kevin Spacey who used to be number 1 on my list but then Kevin Spacey made the list and so I don't get to use that one anymore. Uh, but that was like that was like if I could have been at that time in a John Hamm Kevin Spacey sandwich I would have been that filling all day long. <laughs>
2: Uh, That was a lot to know. That was that was
0: right. Like, (laughs) hey, no (laughs) hard part. Um, and I'm gonna kill Laura Dern. I'm gonna kill Laura Dern, even if we don't have this game. (laughs) Why? I don't know. There is something about Laura Dern, and I am terribly sorry to to do this to your your adored love, Jody. But God, I can't stand her. Oh. (laughs) I don't know why she, and you know what? Maybe it's a type because I can't stand her the way I can't stand Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, really? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow sells
1: like baby blood and calls it skin care i like
0: <laughs> that's true i don't think laura dern has ever had a vag candle which is good but i just there like for always i have not liked laura dern i didn't like laura dern in jurassic park i didn't like laura dern in isn't she in blue velvet like way back
2: yeah
0: oh that's where it came from
2: was, I was, like, like, jurassic
0: I think park. it
3: all started with blue velvet i think that well okay. for me that's where it started but
0: I just, yeah, I just, there's something,
3: and she was married like Ben Harper
0: or something weird. I mean, just, I don't know. I just, whatever. She's dead.
3: Um, it was with Jim Carrey, I believe, for a while. Stop. Way Seriously? Back, yeah, way back in the day, like even. Oh, uh, I'm before. totally looking that
2: up right now.
0: Yeah, Google that shit, please.
3: Like, yeah, ages ago, I believe it was. She was linked to Jim Carrey. Wow. Huh.
0: That, I actually, that would have made me laugh because Jim Carrey's gross, and so that'd be funny. Um, While you're looking that up, I'll give you the tally because I like the tally part. Um, So we have a tie when it comes to what's going to happen to Fuller House Depache. He's he's got two fucks and two kills. So I don't know. Um, Clearly, John Hamm is the marrying type, unless you're Jody, And then (laughs) um, Laura Dern... Got two kills and a Mariana Fox, so I'm not. We don't really have a clear winner this time.
2: Things are gray. I mean, the clear winner is anybody who married John Hamm. Let's see.
0: Right, and what's her name? That girl, that woman that he lived with for all those years. Like she never sealed the deal. So, ooh, that's on her.
1: You know, That is.
2: You had opportunity. may have been with Laura Linney. Ah.
0: Oh, see now, if you'd have gone Laura Linney, okay, that's weird. First of all, back up. Laura Linney and Jim Carrey, that ain't right. But if you'd have gone with Laura Linney, then I would have had a very difficult choice of lists. Because Laura Linney is beautiful.
2: She is, but she's annoying.
0: She's in love, actually. You hushed your mouth.
2: Listen, that is that's a character. She's I'm an OZ. I
1: love her in that.
2: Oh, yeah, she is good in that too. Shit. Mm. Okay, fine. I take it back. Laura Lindy's not weird.
0: Okay, thanks. That's (laughs) all I really wanted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all you really needed? (laughs) Yeah, that's all I really needed. I feel much better. Thank you. That's
0: great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So Jody, as as part of the show, for those of us who have listened to it, and by us, I mean the three of us... gave us his lists these are good lists these are are. very good lists and i am excited to hear him tell us all about them so let's start with your overlooked films um and because you work at cinema like i feel like you have an unfair advantage because you get to see lots of movies that that are not things that suburban mom like me would go see yeah uh because if i go see something it probably is either animated or it's star wars um so I'm excited to hear about these because I'm going to try to find them and watch them. Like a I tried up. to look
2: up the trailers for all of these, and I was like, man, I'm watching terrible movies.
3: <laughs>
2: like, man,
0: my really... face sucks.
3: Yeah. Those are super hard to find. I mean, it was, it was really hard because it was like, well, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is kind of overlooked, but it's it's got enough of a following, and more, when it hit Hulu, a lot of people saw it, and if you haven't seen that, that's it's probably the best film of the last decade, but
1: okay.
3: but sure. Uh
1: all right. Yeah, so, so my taste in movie
3: sucks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mine too. I'm super mainstream.
3: I liked that Wonder Woman movie. That was a good one.
2: <laughs> Like I literally watched Avengers Endgame last night just cuz. And then I looked <laughs> at this list and I was like, oh.
3: Yeah, I watched um,
1: Red <laughs> one for the second time. And like, I'm an
0: uncultured
1: swine. Okay, <laughs> I
0: just dropped. I just dropped a Love Actually reference. So I think we're all in the same sort of mediocre boat here. So please save us, Jody, yeah. from our mediocrity. All right, you,
3: uh, you want to start at, uh, at number five? Yeah, uh, it's up to you. Yeah, wherever in, you want. Um Well, uh, what I went with for number five was this film called uh, One Cut of the Dead. And I, I as far as I know, it's available on Shudder. Like it's a Shudder original, Shudder kind of brought it to America. It's a Japanese mm-hmm. horror comedy film. And it, uh, it does not take the route that you think it's going to. And in fact, for about the first 15 minutes or so, I started thinking, what the hell am I watching? This kind of sucks. Uh, but as the movie kind of rolls out, and he, I would suggest watching the movie with as little knowledge of it as you can, because that it only adds to the enjoyment. Okay. But So I will tell you the bare minimum of what you need to know. But it starts out where you're kind of like, what did I get myself into? And you gradually start going along with the movie. And I'm like, okay, I see. That's kind of interesting. By the end of it, you're full on out of your seat fucking rooting for the movie. You're like, come okay. on. Make it to the finish line. Make it to the finish line, <laughs> and, it, and you feel so rewarded uh, that you feel like you have watched a major achievement. Um, and it was done with like a lot of students. Like it's just this low budget thing. There's a low budget film in Japan that turned into a phenomenon. Uh, it became, okay. and they turned it into a franchise. I haven't seen any of the other movies. They're uh, reportedly they're all shit. But the first one, the one cut of the dead, is it's amazing. And especially if you like uh, horror comedy, it's interesting. Uh, it's, it it kind of goes around the, the theme of zombies. It's about kind of oh. a zombie outbreak.
2: I feel like, I feel like right. horror comedy is a small genre.
3: It's, it's hard to do, I think. Like, it's not yeah. often successful. But when it is... Boy, I mean, it's something else. Like, uh, what, what was it? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That was, fuck, that was hilarious. Wait, I probably. Oh, you have a fuck Mary kill. I was just about to oh, ask. Yeah, yeah, no, swearing this. is like one thousand percent okay. <laughs> oh my we god, just, yeah. We just spent five minutes talking about John Ham's cock. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number four. It's a quiet film. It's also a horror film. Uh, a little bit. It's more, way more serious. Uh, it's called uh, Relic, uh, and as far as I know, you can stream it on any any place that has it. You get it pretty cheap, I think. When it first came out, I rented it off Amazon Prime for like five bucks. So it's probably cheaper now, yeah. Because nobody's heard of it. Uh, but it's it's an Australian film, and it's about a grandmother who's suffering from dementia and the uh, the daughter and the granddaughter come back to visit. And so the daughter and the granddaughter are kind of trying to deal with what's going on with the mother. And uh, again, I, I don't wanna spoil it because this, this movie hit my sweet spots. I love art house and I love horror movies. And I'm a movie snob as well as a coffee snob but the only kind of sh- you can sit me down in front of any horror movie and I will sit and watch that shit to the end no matter how bad it is <laughs> this movie was I mean it was a great horror film and then it hits the end and you're like wow that is uh that is it's arty and and it it's it's deeper than it needed to be and it, you get to the end and you're like wow that is that is something that like it really I was with it the whole way, but at the end, it really won me over. And in fact, I watched it twice, twice in a row. Like the next day, I watched it again because I had the rental for like twenty-four hours or something like that. And when April was awake, I said, "You, you guys, you gotta see this movie." She didn't. She don't like horror movies, but she really enjoyed that one. It was, it's it's a really a unique, unique picture, and it's just there's not a lot of characters in it. It's mostly the three. Like the mother, the granddaughter, and the, and the mother, her daughter, and the, and the daughter's daughter. So, so, you know, the three generations. Now, the third one I picked is a film called Waves. And I only saw this movie by accident. It was playing at the cinema. And about ten people over the entire, like, two weeks it was their side. Uh, it mostly played to completely empty houses. And when I saw the trailer, all I could think was this, this looks fucking terrible. The trailer, <laughs> looked, it looked it looked like, well, this is a family having a bunch of dramatic scenes and I don't need to sit through that. I've seen that a billion times. And so I watched it cause I had a couple hours to kill before I had a rehearsal. And I went in and it, Boy, it just it captures you. Uh, what what they do with with sound in this movie is, is amazing. Uh, uh, Trent, Reznor, it's another Trent Reznor and Atticus kind of production. They do the sound design. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, like they did Soul and uh, the Social Network. Uh, like a lot of their they're kind of the big guys. There, Trent Reznor, of course, used to be in Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Yep. Uh, but. It's about a family, and a, a catastrophe happens in this family. Uh, and it's kind of about how the family deals with this and how they let go of it. And the first half of the film is just intense; like you're, you're gripped to the end of your edge of your seat because you're like, "What's going to happen here? This is going to tear tear this family asunder." <laughs> and then the second half of the movie is about them processing. Uh, the 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 event that happens, or more, more so even the 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 daughter and sister kind of processing what happened with the family. I, I realize that I just picked a lot of movies that I don't want to give <laughs> away like endings to, uh, because they're so fascinating. But but it's I don't think I recall being in a movie that wound me up so tightly, only to let me down so gently at the end. Huh. Oh, like, like at the when the movie gets done, you let out this this sigh and thing. All right, that which you're not used to. You know, most movies kind of build, yeah, the end and just slap you in the face with with a fucking stake at the end of the at the end of the movie. And and this one, done about halfway through, it's like, all right, now we're going to deal with this. Huh. And so
2: it it, it kind of lets I you was, sit with your feelings.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay,
2: cool.
3: It okay. was. It it was it was a movie that just the it's the trailer looks terrible and it marketed the wrong movie. It's just like say I mean it, the trailer looks like here's an African American family and they're having troubles. And I'm like, I I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm up for a family troubles movie. But it it was so much more than that. It was a completely different film. And I feel like the way they presented it, nobody wanted to see it. And it was, everyone I've shown it to is like, "That's a phenomenal film." Hmm. Um, my number two was, uh, I believe, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. This is something else. Most of the films on here are from first-time filmmakers. In fact, I think, I think all of them are.
2: They're all first-time <laughs> filmmakers. That? What's that? Was this a Sundance film?
3: Uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco, I think, I think it might was. have been.
2: It got attention somewhere. This is the only one that I'd actually heard of before seeing it. Yeah, it, it,
3: it kind of got a little attention because these these guys all got together, and one of them wrote this story, and he got together with director friend, and they kind of they kind of put this whole thing together, and it's about a guy who's obsessed with this house in this gentrified area of San Francisco that his family used to own, like his father used to own this and his grandfather built the house and he's kind of fixated on it and he's fixing it up uh, when the owners aren't around because it's owned by another family. But he's kind of sneaking in and, and fixing up this house and when they find him, they're like, get out of here. Don't make us call the cops. This is our house. It's not your home and it it's another movie, I think, kind of about learning to let go. Hmm. Uh, and the house is – boy, it's a beautiful house. And just the scenes in San Francisco, what a – you've never seen San Francisco dealt with this way because usually it's like here's this beautiful area of San Francisco. And if you if you were led to believe that San Francisco is only beauty, except this, this movie also takes it to the other side because they live – they live in a not-so-nice part of, 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 of California here. And they, they're like, well, let's take our skateboards to, to San Francisco. And Danny Glover plays a small part in it as well. Yeah. And I, I have not seen him in a while, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a so it's a really – it's all of these movies are very unique. And I think that's what I liked about them. Now, the kicker is number one, my number one spot. Is never, rarely, sometimes, always. This movie is so fucking good. Uh, it, it's probably one of the most honest things I've ever seen. It's a movie about uh, a, a teenage girl finds out she's pregnant. Uh, and she's going to get an abortion. And so her other teenage friend decides to take the, the – they live in, I believe, it's it's Philadelphia. Now, somewhere in Pennsylvania, but they have to they take a road trip to New York because there's no clinics ar- around that can do what she needs to done. So she she goes to a big city, and so it's kind of this this travel trip with these with these two teenage girls, and and kind of the movie's about their friendship and and what they do. To, in fact, it's weird because the friendship's kind of an extra character. And it, I, the weird part about this movie is I'm a 46 year old dude. uh, But the entire time you're watching, you're like, I get this. I get, I get this journey. I get where this movie is going. Mm. And by the time it gets there, you're so invested in it that you're like, this problem's your problem. Uh, And it's just, it's, it's so great. And it's so honest and I've only seen a handful of movies like this honest. And it's, you know, finally they get to the, the thing and, and the story kind of unravels. And I was surprised to find out how little experience all of the people involved with this movie had. Because people don't just put together movies this good and this honest. I, they're few and far between, but you get to the end of the movie and you're like, I want to fucking hug this movie, but it's a movie, <laughs> and not, a, not an actual physical thing. Uh, it's, it's, it feels like a story that happens all the time, but we're not told about. So it's, 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 it's like a movie that you don't see. And when you get there, you're like, oh shit! You know that's that story happens in in someone's world. That's a huge fucking story, and uh, it's just really good. I would I would recommend it. That one's playing now. If you have HBO Max, it's on HBO Max. Okay. Oh, nice. okay. Never, never, rarely, sometimes, always. Um, I didn't tell you where to get all of them, did I? Uh, I know Last Black Man in San Francisco is on Amazon Prime.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um waves is I think that might be on Prime Two. The other ones I think you have to rant, but
2: right. I feel like I just got like so smart in this last <laughs>
0: Well, I'm excited because yeah. my husband and I like we never, I mean, we always want to watch something like after the kids finally fuck off and go to bed, but it's like we never find anything adult to watch. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll find one more damn British detective show to watch, <laughs> you know, which I mean is fine, but it's, it would be, this is great to have a list of actually like, you know, grown up movies to watch.
2: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, I'm like, which one am I going to watch first?
0: Right. Can I send the kids to bed now? <laughs> spoiler yes i could uh those are awesome okay i that was super great jody actually that was awesome and we may make you just do that every week sorry yeah. uh we'll just give you a genre and be like five awesome movies ready go which would be super cool actually you should you should consider having a podcast but don't compete with ours thanks
1: oh. <laughs> don't, don't take t- our 29. listeners please <laughs>
0: right. right find your own 25 God. um but I super bad want to move on to your second list, because yes. I I'm didn't know excited. what number one on your list was, and I looked it up, and I was like, fuck yes.
2: <laughs> I didn't look yes. them up. I, I, oh I was like, God. I'm going to listen to this and, like, experience it.
0: <laughs> yes. I, well, because I wanted to, like, I wanted to, you know, be able to have intelligent conversation or ask a question or whatever, and then I looked right. it up, and I was like, oh, all day. All damn day. So, <laughs> please. Proceed.
3: All right. Well, my uh, my number five is, is uh, my, my list is the top five things that keep me up at night. So this is uh, they kind of equal parts disturb me or or it's just like you honestly sit there and you're like, what the fuck is everybody thinking? Why isn't everybody else bothered with this? So basically, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna present these ideas to somebody else so they bother the fuck out of them too. <laughs> Because
2: huh? I don't want to be alone. Yeah. You're trying <laughs> to give us your own special style of insomnia. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much.
0: I need someone to text at three thirty. Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> and my number five is minimum wage. Because I don't, I don't get the argument about minimum wage, and I don't understand why everybody fights it so hard. It's just like people gotta fucking eat. it's, it's, yeah. it's <laughs> I, you, you know, I just fucking give them something they can live off of. Well, I don't want somebody making as much as me.
1: Mm-hmm. It's That's like, exactly it. Because my what? brother's making like $15, $16 an hour right now. It's like, screw you. Go back to the $7 an hour that I had to make. <laughs> 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 right. It's, it's,
3: it's so, I, I mean, when... Like, I hear that you hear that you see the argument all the time. You're like, Well, I don't want somebody working at McDonald's making $15 because I have a skill and it's I, I work on telephone poles. You're like, Yeah, but we could live without fucking telephone poles and you can't live without food. Uh, so, so it's just like you got wait, waiters and waitresses, you got the serving staff, you got the people who work at McDonald's, you got the grocery store workers. Mm-hmm. It's like those people deal in fucking food. And we need that, and so they should be making a good minimum wage, a livable wage, if you yes. will. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It and yeah. it's, I, I like, I don't, and it, it bothers me the fight about it. That there's just a, no. They just, I, I can't see giving them that. Uh, someone's got to lose, and I think it's part of like American culture where there's always this someone's got to lose. Like I found it even doing like improv when I do like the comedy improv, if we didn't do it as a sport where one team won and one team lost, the audience wasn't as interested. They liked it as a sporting event and they really would get pissed off when we would point out that the whole thing's fucking rigged. Like (laughs) like, we know who's going to win. We pick games that, we know are going to kind of balance out like they like the wackier things. So that's probably going to win against this game. But in the second half, we'll play some. So so everything seems close. Nobody ever questioned why all the matches were so (laughs) why why it stayed so evenly. I I mean, there were some wild cards where the audience threw you for a loop and it was a blow up, but it didn't happen often. But so the minimum wage thing kind of, it was just like, Let's let's all fucking eat. You know, by raising the fucking minimum wage, then you don't have to worry about the dude stabbing you, so he can take your fucking money to go buy food. Yes, no money
2: to buy food with. You don't have to worry about taking your fucking money to buy food. Well, right? and there's also the whole like, well, it'll raise the prices at McDonald's. Do you know how much more money I would pay at McDonald's so that the person serving me right. my food doesn't right. have to work five or six jobs yeah. just to rent a shitty oh. apartment? not yeah. right? even
1: that nice person, it's like, oh, you want to charge me $20 for a diet coke and fries? Here, take my money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about the repercussions, just take my money.
0: <laughs> well, and can we also talk about like the people who depend on those folks? Like yeah, those well. folks have kids, those folks have sick parents, those folks have all those things. So, like, not only are you not saying that like my favorite McDonald's drive-thru worker doesn't deserve that money, but you're saying that their kids don't deserve to have the same opportunities as mine or whatever. That's yeah. it. No. it I am 100% with
2: you on that. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh.
3: Yeah. It just, that one kind of bothers me. I figured I'd, I'd put it down there and get my political agenda out of the way.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: then once, once, once I've st- once I've split the audience, I can try to win them back. Uh,
2: <laughs> I like it. I like your style. Mm-hmm. My
3: number four is the cloud. <laughs> now, here's what bothers me about the cloud. I think it's a great invention. i think I think it's great that we can save space and all our photos can go somewhere and, and until everything got hacked, and like all of a sudden, there's nude photos of celebrities everywhere which is good and bad, you know, and all sorts of things. It's all sorts of weird shit in there. But aside from being a good storage space, what worries me about it is mostly because I'm a collector of physical media. I collect Mm -hmm. albums. I still collect CDs. uh, Vinyl. I collect VHS. I collect Blu-rays. I just – books. I collect books and there's this part of me that worries and i feel like it, we came pretty close to having it come to fruition where i was like fuck if this guy's our president again we're not going to we're not going to be able to they're going to shut the internet down we're not going to have access to any of the movies all the people who have all their books on the on the cloud all those are lost but i got all these and my friends can come over and they can they can borrow them and so i viewed myself as a, some sort of weird savior right <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm really worried that it's just because all these businesses end. Like, eventually iTunes is going to stop, right? And there's no way that it's going <laughs> last forever, right? Eventually they'll be less like, we got bought out. We're moving on to the new technology. So all that shit that you bought is gone. It's gone. Um, I mean, I think I first learned about it when I bought lady gaga album way way back when i used to dj and i kept losing this damn disc and after about the third try they're like you can't burn this anymore you have used up all your like i think you get like three you can burn the burn the album onto a disc three times or something like that i don't know if that's changed now but that's how they kind of it's very much the same yes is it still the same yeah but it was it was wonderful while I was DJing because like all that music that I didn't care about, I didn't have to, I could pay it for 99 cents. I have that single. I use it until nobody cares about that song anymore. Yep. But I worry that a lot of that gets lost. Like if something happens, like, you know, we see those movies about the apocalypse and the, the yeah. just cleared or, or. Or say something goes down. Maybe there's like a nu- nuclear holocaust and there is no internet anymore. We don't have access to any of that stuff. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe the ozone layer covers it. I, you know, now I'm just fucking weird speculation. But <laughs> you don't have I, – I mean, none of us will have that, any of that stuff anymore. And it's uh, it would be a shame. Like we could lose history just because we've been so dependent – on eh, that's always going to be, there. Oh, be true. there
0: Yeah, the hacking aspect is interesting too i mean that's like I mean, you're, what you're saying makes me think of like to the, the first couple of seasons of mr robot where they're basically trying to erase all credit card debt mm-hmm. which is awesome like i'm i'm all in yes but please. but it's interesting like when you think about it that you know they could they could have been going into erase whatever like it right. doesn't so, yeah. You're
2: like oh. five steps away from actually erasing everything.
0: You're going to erase yeah. all of your music
1: and just leave that one U2 album. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Would you see... This is so totally not related, but somebody tweeted, I don't know if it was my famous or not. I saw this on Twitter yesterday where somebody was like, How come they can't just figure out the vaccine thing? Like they pushed that fucking u two album on all of
1: us. You <laughs> know how long it took me to delete that freaking thing off my phone. And
0: I love you too. This is the thing. I love you too. Like I am a child of the nineties, right? Like I was all like raised on Joshua Tree and I was like, What the Fuck. Like I don't need this. I the U2 album that I want oh. you to give me for nothing.
3: Like what right. well, weird how everybody reacted to Bono. Where Bono's you know the U2's like have this free album and they're like why don't you give them to uh, that, those poor kids that you like so much Bono. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with, their, with your helpfulness. <laughs> so. oh. So I, I remember people yelling about Bono because they would yell about his activism. We're like, "Fucking Bono and his activism!" Wait a minute, something wrong with active? Like he's trying to help people, you know? Like he's right. trying right. to help actual like
2: small children,
3: right? right. It's just like, <laughs> so arrogant and like bastard. You know, <laughs> but, if
0: you're an Irish by oh, fucking.
3: Sunglasses? The fuck! <laughs> right, and then it turns out like everybody's making fun of those sunglasses, and he's got like I think he's got glaucoma.
0: Yeah, or something. Yeah,
3: like he's, he's got like a weird eye thing that makes oh, it so I he know know has that. That. Like, sunglasses indoors. And all these years, people are just like, "What kind of douche wears sunglasses indoors?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea about the glaucoma right. or eye
3: thing. I, I, I don't know yeah. if it's exactly glaucoma, but he does have an eye thing that makes his eyes very very sensitive
0: and that's oh, wow. why like when he wears the clear ones like they're like he always has glasses on but like they're not they're always yellow or like what or like you yeah. have something and it's because they have to be tinted He should oh my god now that they're old this is so off of here this could be an alternate timeline though thing which spoiler that's your next thing but like what if now that you two is old like they could do ads for like transition lenses? Bono could do, like, those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I to like, all of a sudden, like, you know, people, like, our age, Aaron, are like, oh, yeah, Transitions Lenses, like, you know, presented by Bono. And they'd be all, like, the, like, this, <laughs> the shape of the ones they wore and stuff. Like, people are walking around, like, with freaking, like, Octune Baby era, like, bug glasses on and their Transitions. I love it. I'm doing it. Doing Patent it.
2: that. Patent that now. Yes. Yeah.
3: My fiance checked it. Uh, she, was, uh, she was on the phone sitting on the couch and and she she looked it up. Bono has had glaucoma. For yeah, he head. does. I'm, I'm, I was looking on it on
2: my phone right now. Yeah. I
0: appreciate that your fiance is here to be our fact checker.
2: Right. <laughs> Her oh, fiance is the best, too. Like She's sweet. getting, it, she's getting your
0: credit in this podcast. Special guest fact checker. Add it to your IMDb. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he has an IMDb page as well. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what was it as a production assistant? Is that what it was? Production manager.
0: Production manager. Oh, that sounds fancy. Good job. Nicely done. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I spoiled oh. your number three, but go ahead.
3: Oh, no. oh let's see. Uh, where was I? I? Got. I got a list here. Oh, alternate timelines. Oh, these I, are the worst. Now, in 2010, they they set up a large hadron collider, and and they wanted to recreate the Big Bang. And so the scientists got together and they, they you know, excited all these particles, had them smashing at each other, created a miniature Big Bang. Now, that was all cool, but then I saw a theory online. That's all it is, is a theory. But once you hear the theory, it's in your head forever. Now, Mm -hmm. they figure that what happened when they did the Big Bang is it kind of split a hole in the time-space continuum, which created alternate timelines. And that's why the last few years ever since 2010 has been batshit fucking crazy. Uh, and, and like all these weird shits happen that, that you think can't happen, like <laughs> Donald Trump <star laughs> a team, becomes president. And they said, The world became batshit crazy because it split the time-space continuum. Now there's holes, and we're doing all sorts of different offshoots. And I thought, man, around a few years ago, probably about four years ago, I had heart failure, right? And uh, so, like, I was really, like, near death. I mean, when I went into the emergency room, my blood pressure was, like, at 267 over 180. Holy shit. And... And there was this feeling in my head, I was like, man, kind of, I've been in this weird spot and everything feels weird and I have this weird deja vu all the time. I was like, fuck. Once I heard that theory, I was like, what if I actually died that day? And this is an alternate timeline of when I didn't die is what I'm living in now. And that I have, when I when I feel like I've experienced this stuff, maybe it's just from a different timeline and I'm, i've kind of moved on onto this other timeline because those two paths diverged and now that fuck's in my head all the time
0: okay um it will now fuck in my head all the time yes. thank you very much well, i had the same reaction to did you watch the man in the high castle
3: i have not
2: oh. seen that oh. oh you do
3: okay
0: really? you will very be good. all over it okay yes.
2: oh my god like it's- so good.
0: Yeah, you, it, yeah, just, yes, just, just walk yourself right on over to Prime <laughs> and just watch those seasons because that show <laughs> fucked me up on alternate timelines
2: pretty hard. it, it, it is exactly what you're talking yeah, about, too. and you will be like, "That's what yeah. I
0: fucking said. That's exactly what happened." Yes. Right?
2: So, so I will feel that I'm not alone, which
3: is no. basically no, all yeah. I want. I was like, "These three people seem nice. I'm gonna ruin their fucking life."
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Well, no, no. You will, I talk and,
0: about the Mandela effect all the time. Right? Yeah, no, actually. And um, you will no, you will love it. And it's Philip K. Dick. So like, when you're talking about like sci-fi, like like prescient thought, like he's all on it. And he wrote the book, and it's all that kind of shit. And his daughter is the one who produced it, and so she's like, yeah, this is what you know. Yes, my dad would have carried this thought line through, and it is fucked up. So yes, one hundred percent. You need to watch that. You will love it. I'll give like, you watch. Say, I've when seen when a it
2: floating around. What's oh. that? When you can say you're a fan of something that like highly highlights Hitler and the Third Reich, which, right? which it's kind
3: of why I avoided it. Where it was like, nah, I don't need that. We got a weird president right now. Um, I'll, I'll watch something. What?
0: Yeah, there but, was that aspect to it, but but. Like, kind of like you're saying where, like, there's certain things where you're like, you know, to do to do all of a sudden you're great. And then all of a sudden it just takes a right turn to, like, what the fuck land. That's <laughs> what this does. Yeah.
2: Yes,
3: okay, I'll give it a watch. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, it was.
0: And also the cinematography. Like, there's a few scenes that, like, I can literally just, like, picture them in my brain and just being blown away by what it looked like.
3: There's a lot of that lately where, like, the TV shows have really good cinematography. I mean, The Queen's Gambit was kind of one of those. Yeah. Wow. That uh, that looks way better than yes. TV shows normally do. Or what, what was that one we're watching at? Uh, Killing Eve. Oh. yeah. I love that, that show. show. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to watch Villanelle kill people. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm into the show's story. As much as I am watching her like kill people, she seems to fucking enjoy the hell out of it mm-hmm. more so than Dexter. Right? Yeah, she's More than Dexter. Like, she's just like the glee she takes in it. Like, we're in the third season now, and I was like, oh, they're trying to show me that she has feelings, but I kind of don't care. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was just like, she can just. Go around stabbing people like it's her job, kind of like Freddy Krueger did. It was just like yeah, if he's Freddy Krueger. I, you know what, he can do whatever he wants, I guess. But
0: <laughs> okay, I am with so you on this. yeah, yeah, I, I will be fucked up for life on that after, right. especially after you're in the High Castle, because yeah, you, it'll be right down your,
2: I, your tongue, really. I am one hundred percent going to look at like what was happening around the day that happened. Now, no, like.
0: I don't want to
2: know. How, like, how did my life take the alternate ti- Like, I need to know now.
1: I'm just kind of pissy because if
0: this is my alternate timeline, like, bitch, give me better. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the, the meat that's in the fucking mansion timeline. Like, <laughs> fuck her. What's
1: that all about?
2: Or, the, right, this could be the better one.
1: Oh, no. Mm,
2: right? That's unfortunate. It's <laughs> just so hard.
0: Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Like I want to be in the I married John Ham and killed Laura <laughs> Dern and whatever <laughs> timeline. Please sign me up for that one. hard <laughs> All right. Anyway, what's your number two, Jody? All right, I well, want to get that number one. God, that's
3: good. Okay, go ahead. My number two is food industry health guides. Now, re- <laughs> recently, in the last. Uh, like four years uh, like when I kind of went to get my health back on track and like I just started eating better and like I took off like 80 pounds and so I started reading all these books about okay what what is the best way and I've kind of found a circle of books that kind of recommend each other and, and they're kind of all written by doctors and surgeons and like cardiologists and but they started to point to this weird thing. Where, and, of course, it's all based around, like, a plant-based diet. So I'm not trying to sell you anything on anything here. I, I, I know that it'll probably come across as that anyway. But uh, <laughs> when you start reading the books, you, you realize that, holy shit, like, all of this stuff, is, like, all these health guidelines were created by people who have an interest in the business. Like the the we remember the basic four food groups, mm-hmm. and they were like meat and dairy were the two big ones. They were the two most important ones: meat, dairy. Uh, what was it? Meat, dairy, vegetables, fruit,
1: and then your little triangle on top was your, top your sugars.
3: Yep. Your, yeah. yep. Yeah. Right. So, and they've modified it now, so it's not as not as blatant, but when I. Checked it out. It was just like the people who decided that meat and dairy were the most important were guys who owned meat factories and <laughs> and like and 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 like who owned all this stuff were creating the dairy. They own the cows, so they want you to eat the meat and they want you to to drink the milk and eat the cheese. And so they they were hiring the scientists. So the scientists were on the payroll. And you start watching and, like, how are the guidelines fixed? Like, the FDA really was just a bunch of food guys originally that just said, all right, well, we'll decide that meat is super healthy. Because that shit didn't happen till like, the 50s. And then all of a sudden, like, cancer and heart disease started spiking. And a lot of that stuff really carried on. Like, there's this, this food confusion, right? Like, nobody really knows. Like, well, are eggs healthy? I think they're healthy because some di- some weeks eggs are healthy and some weeks they're not, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's because that like the egg lobby, f- they were they were like, what was it? Chicken can't be regulated. Chicken like the chicken farmers fought against regulations. They're like, well, we can let like all sorts of poop. Like there's chicken poop and all the chicken and all that stuff. And there's no regulation on it because the chicken people were like, well, wait a minute. You aren't regulating eggs. And since you can't egg- regulate eggs, those come from a chicken. And then you can't regulate us. And they're like, all right, I see your
2: point. <laughs>
3: uh, like, like, It's basically one of those things where we, we, can't, we can't impeach him now because he's not the president now. <laughs> we just have to wait to impeach him. We have, we have to. We have to wait to do this trial. But now we can't have the trial because he's not the president anymore. I, yeah, it's a weird sort of circle. But like all these guidelines are created by, uh, by people who are who are in the company. It's I like the science is is weird. Like there's a separate science that'll actually tell you stuff. And then there's a the science that's created by corporations, even like the labeling on the food. Like I learned to read the labels because it was just like, okay, i got to make sure I'm not taking in tons of sodium because uh, my heart couldn't deal with that at the time. And it's very difficult to read labels. They're intentionally misleading. Yes. And, and the, when you first learn to read them, your grocery trips take like two fucking hours. Because you have to, like, do the math on, on these cans and try to figure out what's what's going on. And then after a while, you realize that they're trying to trick you into thinking that this thing has less fat or less sodium. And, like, April will be like, oh, no, it's only, like, 5% of your sodium. You're like, yeah, but that's in, like, a teaspoon. Who's eating a teaspoon atop the tater? Okay. It, it, <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's just – it's – it's weird to like watch how intentionally deceiving all of that is, and I had no idea until I read all these books. And then you're, you're looking and you're like, "That's that's just fucked up," like, and nobody questions it because from birth, I mean, you were always told these are the four food groups. You have to eat meat, and even when I was in the hospital, like. There's like, here's this diabetes meal plan that we've created for you. And this is what we push on everybody. You eat eight ounces of a steak, you have a little pile of vegetables and a potato. And it's just like, and as your dairy, you can have a thing of butter and some milk. And I'm like, well, I got heart problems, so maybe I should look into cutting that butter and that and that fucking steak there. Um yeah, it was. It was kind of eye-opening to see that a lot of the doctors even were, well, we don't tell people that they should abstain from it because they probably won't do it. I was like, well, you should probably give them the option. To <laughs> kind of tell them that that there's this other way. And there are people who are going to say, I don't want to do that. I just, I just don't want to do that. I want to eat bacon and I want to drink whiskey and that's my thing and I'm going to do that. But there are people who, you know, are in such dire situation that if presented that other option, they're like, "I'm going to at least give that a try because I'd like yeah. to live another few years." You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's watching all that roll out, just that, and seeing how intentionally deceptive this stuff is, and mm-hmm. that, you know, people don't want to look at it. I mean, you don't want to know that. We know that Doritos are unhealthy we don't know how unhealthy. And as long as we ignore it, it's just like, well, you know, I guess. Ah, yeah, now that I've depressed everyone and
1: (laughs) – Aaron and I are just kind of like hum-glum because we came after our Doritos. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can't eat those as a complete meal for all of your <laughs> sustenance in a day.
2: Right. I mean, you can. It's just very bad for you. <laughs> right. you made that well, choice. It's interesting that you're talking about this, though, because like when I... So I got diagnosed as a diabetic a couple of years ago. I went through the same thing. Like They give you this like binder full of stuff, and they're like, this is what you should do and like it's a 10 minute appointment and yeah. they're like here you go be well and you're like i can't process all of this and then i yeah. did start looking at labels the way you're talking about and i was like i'm sorry there's carbs in everything yeah like literally everything i mean and that's where the taste is because carbs are fucking delicious let's be honest but like i get what you're saying where like you start looking at things and you're like Well, that's weird because the serving size is actually like the tiniest thing that I, like a serving size of top potato, if it's a teaspoon, like, then I am having 800 serving sizes as I eat it with Doritos. I just
3: exaggerating. It's probably like two tablespoons.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But but like, still, like, that's what it is. Like, I'm still just like, like, I'm shoveling it in. Uh So, yeah, it's weird. No, that
3: yeah, that diabetes thing was crazy because oh. like I had pre-diabetes and then like it completely went away. Like yeah. it, it went away when I changed my diet, and but I, I when I went vegetarian. I wanted to kind of check in with someone to see if I was doing it right because it's like I don't know I'm changing this diet and we're gonna get the right nutrients I'm gonna get everything I need am I gonna be iron deficient you know what's gonna happen when I talk to someone so they set me up with a I don't it's not called a new is it called a nutritionist it was a dietitian and when I said nutritionist they're like not the same thing Uh, diet so they set me up with a dietitian right and uh, you need you need a referral like, they have to give you a referral for it. So they give me a referral to this lady, right? And I, I had had a heart failure. And I walk in, and nothing against the lady. But all of a sudden, this thing falls out of her shirt. And, and I was like, what the fuck was that? It's like, ah, I just had heart failure. And I was like, I don't know if I want someone sicker than me. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yes,
1: the amount of doctors who were like, Tori, we should talk about your weight. And you're like, bitch, I could outrun you. Like, what are you talking
3: about? Right? Exactly. Yeah, it was and she handed me the diabetes thing. I was like, I don't have diabetes. That's not what I'm looking for. And she couldn't answer my questions. But recently, I kind of moved on to a different doctor. I was like switching doctors. A guy who deals all in plant based things. So, so he always he likes to answer the questions. Like when I went in for my first visit, he had me in like every two weeks. He's like, How's this going? Now we're gonna do this. Here's what books he should be reading. Kind of do this. And, uh, so it's been real good. He's taking me off my blood pressure medication. And so like the nice. blood pressure has come down and it's dealing with its own thing. I, I got off the cholesterol meds a couple of years ago. So like everything kind of started lining up and taking care of itself. So it was, it's, it's good to question it. It's good to question the doctor because sometimes they are like, well, here's this thing that we're shown to give you find that doctor who's willing to go rogue like this, this guy, I think, Probably deals with a lot of patients who don't want to do the plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. But he got really excited when he found one who did. So he was like, yeah, call me up anytime. He's like, I love to peddle this shit that nobody else listens to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're that fucker who actually wants to do this shit.
3: Yes. Right? right? Yeah. but
0: Okay. So uh, it's interesting what you're about to talk about then, considering you don't eat meat. Let's hear it.
3: All right, I'm dying. To know. So great, Eugene and Ronald Popo. Uh, the names are not familiar to anyone anymore. When you bring it up, some people kind of remember it. It was just this short pinch of our history, and he was called the Causeway Cannibal. Now, what happened was, all of a sudden, there was this guy, and he was naked. And he was wandering down the Miami causeway. And nobody knew what the fuck was going on. He ditched his car. They later found his car with just a bunch of empty water bottles and a Bible in it. Right? But he's walking naked down the causeway. Comes across a homeless man. And fucking chews his face off. Chews the fucking guy's face right off. Just fucking tears it asunder. Uh, and I'm not exactly... They had to reconstruct the guy's face. Uh, Wait, he lived alive? Yeah. The guy lived. He survived it. Uh, and they reconstructed his face. And when a cop finally showed up on the scene, he shot the guy because the guy wouldn't stop. The guy lived a bit, like... In the first shot, it was kind of like this weird fucking King Kong moment, where it's just like that doesn't affect me. Mere bullets cannot stop (laughs) And then they they finally kill him, right? So it was around the time of bath salts. Like bath salts were the big. Oh yeah. So like the way the media was going, we're just like we're pretty sure he was on bath salts, and. uh, and when they found the empty water bottles and the and the in the Bible saying the thing, they're like, "Well, that's weird." But the naked thing, uh, people get hot when they're on the basalt, so they take off their clothes. It's kind of like you know when people are doing like ecstasy and stuff like that, or sure. sometimes if they you know on the methamphetamines or like they'll get, "I'm too warm," take off their clothes. They did the blood tests. Nothing. They didn't find, all they found were trace amounts of marijuana. And it wasn't like a recent usage thing. It was just like, there's a little bit of marijuana in the system from at some point. Which, as we know, we've all smoked marijuana. None does make us chew people's faces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even move if I've done it. So... <laughs> right?
3: so The minute that they discovered it wasn't bath salts, the story ends, right? And that's what keeps me up at night is because the story just stopped. And it was like, wait a minute. We're all moving on. I'm not over this. I need to know what the fuck happened here because this this is the weirdest fucking story ever. Now there are a few things that went on behind the scenes, like private interviews and stuff like that, that really wasn't widely covered because, like I said, you just like mainstream media just dropped it. Like once it wasn't bath salts, it's like, oh, well, then the guy was probably just fucking weird, (laughs) Uh, and they they just dropped it. Uh, So there was an interview that his mother gave. Uh, and there were conflicting results of whether or not he was maybe abusive or maybe not, and so maybe he had a history of violence or maybe he didn't. It was kind of unclear. But the mother said that uh, I believe she was from Haiti and she had said somebody had put a voodoo curse on him. Yes, I was like, What? How come, like, how come this didn't get reported? Because whether or not that's true, that's fucked up that his mom said that in an interview. <laughs> uh, and well, I only, thing even bath salts. Right. Uh, th- that happened. And then this, there was a side story that came up that was Rudy Eugene and Ronald Poppo had a past and they had known each other. And it was from like a soup kitchen. And it wasn't explored too much because Ronald Papa, the guy who got his face eaten, refuses to talk about it. Like he refuses to talk about the entire incident. He's just like, "Nope, I'm done with it. Moving on. My face is reconstructed as well as it can be. I'm moving on." And after that, you can't find anything else but he was like a born-again christian i believe like is but the story just dropped and i've been obsessed with it it's been like what eight years i think it's been like eight years since it happened or something like that
2: i'm looking right now yeah it was 2012. and the story
3: just stopped and it's like this is the most fascinating thing that has ever happened to america and we're just like "Mm." (laughs) Oh, we got uh, we got other shit going on. This this isn't even the third thing we've done today. Uh, but I I I feel like I need to find out about this. And and it, there's nothing. I mean there's it stops almost. I'm trying to remember the last date. Like this story probably went on for maybe three weeks. Because once the once the toxicology reports all came up negative, we we're like, well. Everything else is just weird. If we can't take the drug angle, there ain't nothing to do. The dude is probably just mentally ill. That's a pretty severe mental illness. uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: I didn't remember this until, I mean, didn't recognize it by the names, but I do remember it now because it was during the whole bath salt mania thing. And it was going on like about the same time as the whole last place on earth thing.
3: Mm-hmm. And oh, so yeah. it was
0: like yet another like piece of piece of evidence about like that shit will turn you into a fucking zombie, yeah. and so once I saw it because and I also remember it as one of those like oh yep Florida wah, wah, yeah. kind of stories <laughs> like you know that's Florida man does right
2: blah 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 like right Florida. right crazy
0: ass story I bet that's where it was. And so once I saw, but I didn't remember the whole, I never knew, I should say, the whole voodoo aspect to it. That's amazing. That's It was fantastic. a really
3: small, I, I look at, only saw it come up in one interview with the mom. And like that took some searching. So if you find it, there's only like one interview and the mom says, eh, somebody put a voodoo curse on him.
2: And that's and that's, that's, and that's it. There were just
3: a, a couple of crazy things that like popped up. It's like, well, no, that made it worse. Now I'm just going to be obsessed with it because yeah, yeah, dropped off. It was already weird. Now there's like two weird things dropped in. I don't know. Uh,
0: well, I feel like I feel like if there was an epidemic like of zombie of zombie curse apocalypse, like maybe we'd have heard by now. So I feel like we're safe. But at the same time, like maybe yeah. that person who put that. Who put the voodoo curse on him is just like really biding their time somewhere, right? Like out in the Everglades, that yeah, was, just... yeah, was a
1: test th- test run. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's yeah. just so in- that, that. Yeah, wow.
1: I mean, the fact oh that this God. is our second time talking about cannibalism on our podcast is one thing. <laughs> just right, holy oh, fuck! Yeah. Like it's the progression of cannibalism. I never
0: even thought about that. So, like, have we investigated like the Army Hammer voodoo angle? Because maybe that's a thing.
2: Or, or will the Harvey writers... Hammer just likes that stuff that's just yeah, all
0: like, it. I know that this know. guy didn't like it they killed him before you could tell us if he liked it or not true like
1: I, i'm viewing it as a progression okay you dabble a little in cannibalism you're yep. testing the waters yep. you're seeing if it's for you and then one day you just snap because no one wants to get their face eaten like for free or like on purpose so I, then yeah. You just like run through the streets of Florida cause it's hot outside. It's so fucking hot. It, right. And you're just seeking revenge from those <sighs> of your enemies. And the only wow. logical explanation is to <laughs> eat their face.
3: <laughs> That's what I mean. Eventually you'll start projecting your own things into it. And it's <laughs> this fucking weird animal. But with the, with the like you were talking about, Tori, the, the, uh, the fact that it was just like nobody wants to get their face eaten, but there are actual sites, and it was like a big thing on the dark web where people – and there was one that actually made it to mainstream media where a couple people met up, like two guys met up, and one wanted to eat people, and the other guy's fetish was being eaten. So the two people met Shut up. And they up. Totally, because they, they got busted. Uh, the two got busted. I believe one of them was a cop. I could be talking on my <laughs> ass. This is all this is all off a of memory of reading it, but there are actual people <sighs> whose fetish is to be eaten.
0: Lovely.
1: Yo, and those are the people on the dating apps right now. So, wow.
0: <laughs> 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 swipe left, kids. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> if you swipe right, you might find a cannibal. I'm just. Stop.
0: I mean
1: it's so bad like I need to get better friends or something because my first thought of someone wanting to be eaten was like well if we could do a medical procedure and just like cut the extra fat off that I don't want like you oh. Said, oh.
2: oh I like that you added that little like, <laughs>
1: like... God
2: I'm just do that.
1: why does my brain do the things that it does <laughs> <laughs> like, like what the fuck happened to Tori? you come in looking all skinny one day, you'll know. (laughs)
2: <laughs> this is what the pandemic has brought us to i
0: met this guy oh my
2: god
0: <laughs> oh on that fucked up note um we should probably move into the minnesota goodbye so it always takes us forever to sign off jody so we just call the end segment the minnesota goodbye we're just because, owning it, really yeah because people it'll just we'll just start talking about other shit like Tory dating cannibals <laughs> Uh, (laughs) okay anything is right right. (laughs) (laughs) any level of desperation
1: anything
0: (laughs) oh that's so terrible uh do not take this as an invitation kids to try to find Tori that is not (laughs) please don't eat her that's disgusting uh yeah um this has been a damn delight I have to tell you yeah you're you're doing a great job, Jody. You should keep on with what you're doing. <laughs>
3: you're to to you keep, do
2: living, in that podcast. You keep living that life. Like, I, you keep living
3: that life over there. I'll send out a bunch of things on Facebook today, asking if anybody wants me to pop in on their Zoom meetings. I <laughs> <laughs> do it. Oh my God. You should get like a cameo shit. account.
0: You should totally get a cameo account and just be yeah. like, I pop in on your meetings. No <laughs> big
3: deal. <laughs> Slip me a five. I'm cool. Why, <laughs> oh my God. Wait, another guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> you will never guess what Jimmy Stewart did. That's right. Oh my God!
0: I would do that. That'd be great oh. for ten bucks. I'll just show up, say something stupid, move on. Yes, play into my strengths. Oh my God, that's a phenomenal idea. I'm very impressed.
2: Yeah, this is, this has been a damn delight. Like this is, yes, this a, like again, you brought culture. Yes, and fucked upness. Like right? at the same time. We love, we love. <laughs> Hooray!
0: <laughs> Two of our favorite things.
3: <laughs> well, I've
2: I've lived by that my entire life. So, yeah. <laughs> I can see, you know, knowing Jody since I was oh Jesus, 15-ish. Yeah, in high school, yeah. High school, you know, whatever age you are in ninth grade, like he's always been out there.
0: <laughs> well, it was Proctor.
2: So it's I right. mean like uh, let, let me
3: tell you, it was not popular at Proctor to be that.
2: <laughs> it was not. It's
3: just like you mentioned something. This guy was eating another guy. And did you know that there are websites and everybody just fucking look blankly at you? And, uh, I don't know. We're going out mudding later. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that is an accurate
2: description of my four years at that high school. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow. i have some friends who are about the same age as us and they were at maple northwestern about at the same time and they would say much the same thing that they were wearing chucks and hoodies and talking about whack ass shit and comic books and stuff and like you know let's talk about wolverine and then i'll get my ass kicked and then we'll talk about wolverine somewhere else
2: Right.
3: <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> And now that's the norm. Everybody knows about fucking Wolverine. Everybody right, knows right. The yeah. fucking X-Men. And, and it's just like, yeah, all the cool kids are like, you know what? There's a new Avengers movie. I'm going to sit through all 33 of the other yeah. fucking movies before I watch this three and a half hour movie. Yep. she's just like, And that's the cool, you used to get beat up for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the nerds have won. It's so true. The nerds have won. And like my daughter, see, this is the Minnesota goodbye. See what I'm saying? My daughter is all, she's 12 and she's all into WandaVision, right? So she watched Uh, all of the WandaVisions and then she was like, okay, we're going to watch this together, which never happens. So, okay. So we started watching it and she knows all this fucking backstory shit. And I'm like, when did I not get in on the joke? You know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and she's like, well, I didn't necessarily know, but then I looked at this, and then my friend told me this, and blah, and I'm like, the nerds have won, yep, we have triumphed, and exactly. it's over, so that's a good thing. But I just need to get back into my nerdiness, I
3: guess. There, well, there are all those websites with the backsite, like yeah. with the backstories, and like the what was the one that was going around for a while about the theory that the Rugrats, like that cartoon, the rug rat, that the backstory was that they were all dead, yeah." <laughs> like oh, all, I like
0: that conspiracy
3: that all, theory I like yeah, that like, like that all the kids were dead there was another one about Spongebob where oh. like what happened uh, it was it at atoll chaos or bikini at what, what was the name of that yeah. where, wherever they live there under the under the sea or whatever
0: bikini yeah. Bikini they Bob, live in,
3: yeah
0: yeah but bikini Atoll is where they did the the nuke tests that's a good right. call.
3: And that's that's kind of the thing is that they did like a nuclear test and that's why everything's fucking weird in that area. Oh my god! Which probably nobody ever thought about, but somebody's like, I'm creating a backstory for SpongeBob, and here's all these things that I pulled and I put them together in a neat little package.
0: And I will buy that package.
3: (laughs) Yeah, right. Like it works. (laughs) It I brings would... a new dimension to Spongebob Squarepants. I mean, oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Tori, what is the what is all the social media for the 25 people?
1: The 25 people, please follow us on Instagram. We'd be posting there every week. Um, There's going to be got...
0: pictures of cannibals this week.
1: Oh, <laughs> there just might <laughs> be,
0: if you're lucky. <looking. laughs>
1: uh, we've got it. A- twitter and the facebook and a patron 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 page so give us money and we will give you extra content if you love us so
0: um, we're just gonna take jody's conspiracy theories fuck that right
1: (laughs) here i was all prepared i had a conspiracy theory in my back pocket and like jody upstaged me Ah,
3: did i I eat into your style like i didn't (laughs) <laughs> Get it, eat har har
2: oh, <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> no, I like to have conspiracy theory on hand at all times. Yeah. For, <laughs> uh, my it have. is my time to shine right. because this is what lives rent-free in my brain. The
0: fact <laughs> that I know where Spongebob SquarePants lives and that sort of shit. So while well, you shit, actually, I'm not gonna lie. Um, Jody, do you have anything that you uh like what are these fancy projects that you're working on that are going to put
3: you in IMDb some more? Is there anything that you want to plug? Nothing that I've concretely gotten yet. Uh, There was one guy is doing a documentary about a guy. I don't even remember the guy's name that he wanted me to kind of play, but he at one point was the most famous person in Duluth. Oh, Um, I know I, I do have a couple of more commercials as the poop fairy about to come out. Nice. So that's, that's about to drop. That's been kind of the thing that's kept me in the public eye this last <laughs> year. Uh, I, I, and one, once we did those, I had a lot more conversations about poop than I ever had in my life. But uh, mm. people liked it. But other than that, I don't know too much about the project. I think one's a fantasy project and one's some sort of comedy. Nice. Nice. So I haven't even received the scripts for them. People just asked and I said, yeah, I haven't worked. I'm ready to work, whatever the fuck you hand me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when you do have them and when the projects are done and or whenever you're, you're done writing whatever you write, that's gonna be fucking awesome, I'm sure. Uh, please come back and talk yes. to us about them. Yes,
2: please. Sure, That'd absolutely. Be amazing.
0: That'd be fabulous. Uh, Aaron, do you have any closing thoughts before we finally get in the car and drive away?
2: I'm I've been in the car for 10 minutes. I don't know why you always Forever, ask
0: forget about this.
2: Whenever it whenever it comes to the Minnesota goodbye, I'm always the first in the car. So you know, I've been waiting 10 minutes and just sitting playing on my phone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to thank Jody again for like being on this and like really kicking some ass in yes. like, in your out thereness and the fucked upness and actual culture of movies that we should be watching. Yes. So yes, I just thank wanted to you. say thank you again for that. You're welcome yeah, for
0: sure. You are welcome <laughs> to come back and class this join up anytime you want.
2: Yes, please. Uh, yeah,
0: please all right, that's it, kids. Uh, that's in the books. Happy Valentine's Day. Hug them if you got them. Uh, if you don't, just go buy that Walgreens candy cheap tomorrow because you know that chocolate's going seventy five percent off. Mm-hmm. True. I mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: have a great week. It's supposed to be above zero by Wednesday, I guess. Hooray. So that that's exciting. Uh, we will talk to you again, talk at you again, really, um, sometime very soon when Aaron sets up our next fabulous guest. Okay, great. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: No one sang last week and I'm very... Dis-